Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And do not reflect those of the Evening Rush. Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewers' discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Nina. Good evening. Good evening. And today we have a guest with us. Um, this is Joy. Hi. Come on. Come on. Say hi. hi. Joy, you need to sound like yes, Joy. Some joy, Joy. Yes. Joy actually looks very pleasant and she sounds very pleasant. And she is actually a very nice person and has a lot to share with us today. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a treat having her today. Um, speaking of treats, how was your week? What, what did you, did you buy any buildings? Treats. <laughs> <laughs> treats. I actually thought you said trees earlier today. I took a really nice video that I'm going to share with you guys tomorrow. I didn't get a chance to put it out there. I'm not, as you know, I'm not the only one sharing the social media side of it. So each and every one of the company like takes a share and sometimes puts out stuff that, um, they, um, experienced or uh, wanted to share. So yeah, I'm going to share a cute video tomorrow. Um, overall, it was uh, a very hectic week. Thankful for what we've done and what we have, but I did not get a second to think, but everything just went from one to the next. I had some uh, dramas in some of the buildings that people mm. broke into, but um, oh, we wow. handle the story of our lives, but we're good. How about system. you, Joy? Wow. How was your week? Tell us. No one broke into anything. Oh, thankfully. Um, but I did a couple of uh, workshops. So I do health and wellness. I do some workshops and events. Yeah, and these are for um, kids. So today I did wow. a meditation oh, wow. workshop with kids. Seriously? From, meditation? Yeah, 6 to 12. I I could do that. Yeah. So, and you know, 6 to 12-year-olds. Meditating is not their thing, so it's challenging, but it was fun. And they and then we did a, a variety of different kinds of meditation. Okay. Okay. Um, some breath work, some guided meditation, and then some dance meditation using some streamers. So that was wow. good. And I like the streamer part. Every time I meditate, I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you probably need some more rest, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. I had a partner back in the day that used to meditate. Starting 5 a.m., he was like in the 5 a.m. club. Oh, you know wow. the 5 a.m. club? Mm -hmm. So he used to meditate. And he told him, you know, dude, you got all these skyscrapers on you. And mm. you're running so much. How do you do it? And you're so calm. And I used to make fun of him. I said, you, you'll live until 200. You are wow. so calm. You take your time with everything. And he said, you know what, Nina? I just have one thing that I would like to share with you right now. And this is exactly where this is coming from, what you're telling me. And I said, what? And then he said, meditation. And I started laughing so hard because he's like, it's religion. And he is very religious and looking religious that you would never think that he would actually sit there um, with his suit and everything that he's wearing. Again, I don't know what he is wearing when he does that, but it's funny just to think about it, but then when you really go through it and see and experience it, dude, we got to get this. We yeah. got to get on it. Mm -hmm. I tried. Listen, I haven't tried it. I tried to wake up early. That didn't go so well. <laughs> but we really need to get it done. Yeah, and there's so many different ways of meditating. And mm -hmm. I think one of the things that people do that makes it hard for them is they try to clear their mind. So instead of clear, thinking of the goal, clearing your mind, is whatever you, 
whatever comes to your mind, you just acknowledge it and move forward. But you can meditate through a walk. You can meditate. Like we did meditation with streamers. Yeah. It's like whatever else you can focus on. You can meditate on the uh, breathing meditation. You can focus on the breath. Or you can focus on the numbers. You can count and focus on that. So it's just trying to control your emotions and control your focus. Can I ask you though, what's a streamer? What do you mean? Oh, a streamer like um, a, like ribbon, a ribbon, a long ribbon. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So we with, with the them, kids. Yeah, we gave them. Got it, and got it, I've got it. done that with adults too. The adults find it, love it too. So oh, a long ribbon like with that. a stick to it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I wasn't sure. So that is so cool. Yeah, I mm -hmm. would want to be a part of it one day. <laughs> and not in the middle of the day. I don't know about early morning, but definitely at some point of the day. Um, well, but wow. no joke, for real. I would really like to experience it. I have so much on my mind, running so much, and it's healthy for you. Mm -hmm. yes. You do. Yeah, you need it in your life. Run. Yeah. Okay. Well, my week was great. Um, I took my kids. We went and hung out in the pool. Um, did the pool jacuzzi, hang out over the weekend. We barbecued some steak. Okay. Um, and then I was at an open house with you, which went wonderful on Sunday. Oh, that's right. And then I was on the Evening Rush podcast, the Mother podcast last night. And that was an awesome experience talking about friendships with women when you're married or, or women friendships with men when they're married. So, you know, that was an interesting podcast. And then I'm in the stages of bringing a sports podcast. Oh, cool. So that's going to happen this fall. So that's so cool. What's the focus so that, of your sports podcast? Um, I'm dealing with the uh, the coach for Manhattan College, not Manhattan College, Queens College, mm -hmm. and also a former basketball player for Rice High School, and um, I forget what college he went to, but uh, actually a guy that could have went pro. So it's going to be mainly, you know, some ba basketball, but we're going to talk everything. Wow. Team orientated, and then guess what? I spent all week trying to sell a building. <laughs> anyway, that was my week. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, I know every week you try. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. I know uh, somebody. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we're back for another podcast. Um, enjoy. You own a building in New York. I do. I own a building in Harlem. Nice. Oh, nice. A three-family building. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what made you buy that building? How did that um, process come to be? Well, first I thought, um, I, I think I was in business school and I decided I wanted to own a building mm -hmm. in Harlem and I really wanted to own a, a building on Strivers Row, which is two streets. Then I said, that can't possibly happen. It's two streets. Like mm -hmm. literally it's 138th and 139th between Adam Clayton Powell and Frederick Douglass. And then um, I started gathering as much information about owning because I'd never owned anything. And okay. I lived, I grew up on Long Island. So, so you know, now when you grew up, wait, wait, did you grow up in a house? In a house. You, and then detached did your parents house. Owned a house? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, detached house, big backyard, you know, walk to school, all that stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, Harlem townhouse, that kind of brownstone, limestone, really. Um, was not was nothing I'd really experienced. I just had seen it before. I'm like, this is a historic landmark street. I really wanted wanted to do that. So, you know, I did my little visualizations connects to meditation. Right? Oh, and right. um, and then I I just I got on these lists like these email lists listservs back in the day, mm. and um, for it was like uh, what year was this? Well, so I was in well, 2007 is when I bought it. So yeah. I I was. HPD had um, some houses, and I ended up getting it through them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so 2007 is when I bought it. But, you know, I did a lot of stuff before that process, trying to think about, you know, what I wanted. And I didn't think I could get it, but I ended up getting a house with Strivers Row. So. Now, were you, was it just mainly you in this process, or did you work with other people, friends, family? It was, you know, just... It was just mainly, mainly me. So, yeah, mainly me. So... I, you know, at the time that I got it, I was leaving one job and when it came available, I didn't technically have a job okay. and then I got a job so I could qualify, you know, you need to have some income in order to buy a house. Well, be very creative. That's another episode, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So, 
And at that point, that's all I knew. So I had the job. I, I qualified for some loans. I figured all that stuff out. And then it, I was in contract for a long time. And then I finally got it. So, yeah. Okay. What was the hold up being in contract? Was it um, just clearing title or? No. So they, so the house was for sale before it was finished. So it, it was, it was 2007. If you remember before the real estate crash of 2008. Yes. So yes. all these contractors were really busy. They weren't, they were really busy. They weren't finishing anything in a timely fashion. So I was in, I was in contract for a really long time. So um, yeah, years. So, so they finished it in 2007 and then you know, that the qualification that I, the loan had qualified for, I still, you know, had to, we didn't hold anything because that was a couple years before. Yeah. So I just, I just got into contract and just closed the, the interest rate, locked in the interest rate, like a week before it started going up. Okay. Wow. And then in 2008, I refinanced like a week before the bottom dropped out. So it worked out, you know. It worked out for me. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're yes. saying that they finished it. Did you purchase a seven A building? Um, because HPD finished it. Who finished it? So HPD HPD sold it to the developer. The developer I bought it from the developer. HPD just just did the product. It wasn't a. I don't think it was a seven A, but it was in one of the HPD programs. Yeah. So so HPD themselves fixed the building and then no, you purchased they, it from them. I, I, I purchased it from the developer. So HPD sold it to the developer and through this process, like people that I know who bought houses after the process was a little bit different, but HPD sold to the developer. I bought it from the developer, but they had to follow HPD's rules. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like seven a, when, you know, a seller neglects the property and then mm -hmm. the city takes over, they hire a third party and then they sell it to the end user. Okay. Yeah. So they so cool. say they sold it. Yeah. They sold it. Very inspiring to yeah. go into something like this, nonetheless, coming out from <laughs> Long Island. When... Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So I had moved, I had moved into the city um, to go to business school and I was like, okay, I want to own something here. So, yeah. How far are you from one fish, two fish? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, That's amazing. Away, right? Not too far. Yeah. Very too similar far. lives we had growing up in Long Island moving to the city, you know, going into these, um, projects, um, these home projects. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the crash purchasing in 2007 in Harlem, same thing, 2007 in Harlem. Oh, really? Yeah. That's very, yeah. So cool. Okay. We didn't yeah. even know that. So when the president Clinton moved to that's, he moved after that, right? After then, when did he move to Harlem? I forgot because A I was in when he moved to, to Harlem. Well, they said a lot changed. I didn't feel a lot changed until more recently I could sort of see the change. And actually, mm -hmm. over the last few years of COVID, a lot has really changed. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. When he first moved, it was more talk of change and visibly change, changing okay. things. And now there are a lot more really luxury buildings there. Um, new commercial things that are there, including, well, some things on 116th Street or even in the Bronx, since I live... On a, live close to 145th Street, so I walk over 145th Street Bridge okay. and go to Bronx Terminal Market. But 116th Street, like you yeah. know, the Targets and all that, that stuff. That's close. Cool. No, yeah, yeah no. Mm -mm. So as if we didn't need that stuff. So even even because there's another one on 116th. So yeah, so there's a lot more um, retail and then retail on 125th. Even like Chipotle on 125th, yeah. that's relatively recent. Um, Whole Foods. And we recently got an uh, a light a little. I don't know if you L I D L. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but there's one on Long Island, and some, since I'm on Long Island a lot, I go go to that one. So that used to be best yet. So you still yeah. go back to Long Island? Well, yeah. So I'm at my mother's house a lot, and a lot of the work I do is on Long Island, so I'm out there a lot. Yeah. Where, what do you do again? Like so the, the work. So I do, I do um, workshops and events. Workshops. Um, yeah, so some of the things I'll do are, are virtual. Like I will do a self-care Saturday. That's during COVID, a lot of them were 100% virtual. Mm -hmm. And then I do programs for um, different corporate clients. So I'll do the variety, like the meditation workshop. We'll do other fitness workshops, um, nutrition, a variety of wellness things for other people. So a lot of my okay. clients are on Long Let's Island. do it one day with, with, with the office. Yeah, yeah, you can do it, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious with everyone. No, yeah, yeah, we do we'll it. do a workshop. Like, a, um, like an office retreat? Or... Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
we go all the time to all these clubs with all this alcohol. Let's replace it with something. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, Chris never yeah. drinks. Yeah, I don't. I don't drink. I give like, up drinking. Like never, not even taste a drink or to try anything. He just goes healthy. Listen, I tried to have a drink for my birthday with one of these. You five, did, and oh. I took a sip and was like. Just try. I would pay to I don't, see that. I don't. I don't drink for health reasons, though. But I just try to take a taste, just to. Yeah. So I took a sip of my wife's drink and I spit it out. I said, "Man, I don't have the. Just don't have the. When you give up something for so long, yeah, yeah. Are people always trying to get you to drink, though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I don't really drink either. And when I did drink, it was mostly like you know the pina colada, the. the Fruity, yeah, fruity, yeah, really, yeah, fruity, yeah, which are really more about punch and, yeah. and frozenness than. The that's drinking. what you should have tried. I don't know what you. No, that's what it was. It was a um, martini. Martinis are yeah, very no, strong. Very alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. you had a pina colada. Far from pina colada. No, but I don't. I, I, I stopped. Um, thank God through COVID, I got everything situated, so I probably could drink now. But I just. I moved yeah. on. I don't really feel, yeah, you know. That's good. That's good. Yeah, but people always, because I don't drink, people are always trying to get me to drink. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. come on, you'll be okay. I'm like, why? And then play like they don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try this. <laughs> I'm enough fun without a drink. Don't worry about it. Good. And uh, are but you. I, I enjoy right. watching others, though. So, yeah, so go ahead. I'm enjoy sorry. watching the others. That's right. Okay. Not like we you. act any different when we drink. But... That's what they all say. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we that's go out, that's what they think. Yep. We have our office mm-hmm. meetings and we always talk business. Uh huh. At least me. I mean, them too, from last I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, it's fun <laughs> to work together. Yes. It's fun to share, it's fun yes. to plan. And what's better than to do it in a nice environment? Okay, so everyone, nice environment, consider differently. But it's nice once in a while. What do we do? We don't do it every nah, week. No, no, We do every week meetings, but not all the time we have alcohol involved. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. you should do a wellness activity in that. Because mm-hmm. that's what, I mean, I got into it to make it fun. Because a lot of times people, like everybody knows they should eat well, exercise, and everybody knows that. It, sure. But people... Mm-hmm don't want it to feel like it's drudgery or painful or whatever so you you do fun things like well i'll do a 5k and then we we have music and it's good for people because it's it it, uh it's um because my things are really connected to faith it's faith fitness and fun so it'll be um gospel music and then we'll have people do like sometimes i'll do praise dance someone do will do warming up and all those different things so just trying to make it fun it doesn't have to be like the pain you know some of us like working out and some people don't. So it's like, how can you make them do things, have them have fun experiences? Yeah. And that's what we try to do with Kristen in the podcast to make it fun, educational, so yeah. you can buy or sell a home easy, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it doesn't has have to be a good be, experience. Yes, exactly. As pleasurable as we can make it. Yeah. But did you ever experience meditation? I told you, I fall is asleep. For real. For real. No, um, about two years ago, I joined a leadership program. Okay. So I did 90 days of meditation as part of my leadership program. So I did, I did, I didn't fall asleep. So how long were those? those Like uh, 15, 20 minutes in the morning. I just made it a point to meditate and then also did journaling. I did quite a few things to, um, to change my mindset and create a positive energy to begin my day. So, and in real estate, you need to, no matter what happens, to create that center so you can be positive going through whatever changes when you're working on different deals or dealing with different people. For sure. Because you, you meet some characters. You know, I'm sure. You can't get around it. Um, yeah. By the way, sometimes they write us comments and questions. So, Chris, do you want to turn that oh, on yeah, the that's side? Right. right there, over there. Uh, so, just in case we're. Okay. Um, so what are the age groups that you work with in your day-to-day? Or does that depend on what, like, I guess, reservations that they put? Or Well, so I, I have some clients that schedule something. So over the summer, we do a lot of youth programs. Mm-hmm. And because these same clients, they have senior population. Yeah. But during the summer, they'll have youth in those spaces. Okay. So they won't do as much senior work. So I, we do all sorts of ages. 
-hmm. So it's me mostly, but then I have other people that do um, other programs. Like one thing that people really love, it's Drums Alive, which is one of those big physio balls on like one of those five gallon buckets with drums, wow. drumsticks. So every age loves those. What's the, then, lowest, the youngest age? So the youngest, I think we have is like six. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so the, so every age loves them, and it's different levels of coordination at that at that young age. Um, so right now we only have one person that's an instructor in that, okay. and then we'll train some more people, and then we do some praise dance, fitness, variety of dance. Is that um, considered as a therapy to some patients? Like, do some patients hire you in, in as in like a prescription that they follow? So we haven't insurance? done that no, because we're like group fitness instructors, so we're not really like physical therapists. Okay. So, um, which requires, you know, more specific training to, so it could be therapeutic for some people. And then even some of the things we'll do like nutrition, like I, we did a self-care Saturday a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, in, at the end of July. And then, um, there were a lot of things in it. There was uh, yoga, uh, dance, and then I made mocktails That's amazing. Okay. because that you could... know, when you don't drink, sometimes you, you don't want to have just soda. So I made Lots of yeah. So, wow. yeah. so that was fun. People like that. That's that cool. very much like as in, because I have twins, right? So sometimes they were speaking in the doctor and they were mentioning uh, behavior, behavioral therapy. Mm. That's a behavioral therapy, yes. in my opinion. Mm. So people could also use you to, you know, your service as the behavioral therapy, behavioral management, something yes. that has mm -hmm. to do with you know, the baby's not cooperating or like, of course you're saying six years old, but then that's something that you could also look into and maybe do another program where you put, you get together with, you know, pediatricians and, mm -hmm. and you know, do that a lot. Cause that's very much behavioral. Yeah. Um, and we do, we have done work with other people, other pediatricians. So, um, yeah, let's all, I'll, I'll invest did, in you. <laughs> one of my friends used to work for uh, a program. They did stuff for mothers and yeah. So some of that stuff. That's amazing. Wow. So how long have you been doing this? So this particular, so this company now is called Soul Joy Wellness. Yes. But I've been doing it for a long time. So this company though, it started in 2019. So it's your company. Yeah. It's okay. my company. Okay. So I've been doing, and I've been doing some of the same things, but this is just this iteration of the company, right? This version, this mm. version of the company. That's like your bread and butter, you would say? So that, yeah, yeah, that. Uh huh. And and my um, rental. So and then the Airbnb. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. doing all this simultaneously. And I was mentioning last week that maybe we should talk about um, day to day work and, and real estate. Yes. So mm -hmm. that's yes. a perfect example. Also, where you could do your thing. You could do your side business, main business, bread and butter, day to day income yes. type of nine to five, and then still be able to run your show and then have your income. Yes. Obviously, that also needs management mm -hmm. and, and organization and balance and ensure that everything is on point so it continues to succeed and do well. And then, you know, what's better than that to be able to run two things in one time? It's doable. I love it. Yes. Yeah. And depending on how long, like if you do, if you're doing really short term, then you need more infrastructure yes. to do the faster turnovers. Yeah. But right now I'm doing monthly or more. I have someone coming the 16th and staying till November. So there's a lot less work for me staying? to do. Yeah, they're staying till November. Mm -hmm. So what do you mean? So they they booked from August 16th to November 16th. Where are they staying? In, oh, in one of my in one of my units. Shut up. Yeah. And is it? Do you have like the digital like where you can Money. program the, the so they get a code to go in and mm -hmm. is there cameras? No. Like so you know, I looked at that early early on when they when those systems first came out. I yeah. feel like, and at the time because I I needed to have um, a system that would, it just didn't work with the lock system because yes. the post office, the postal service gets inside my locks. Yes. So I needed, so at the time, and then I just didn't look at it. So I have, I have a lock box since it's my house. I have a lock box on my railing yes. so they can get the keys from the railing. So, okay. but I'll probably look into that again because even, even for me, if I, if I'm on Long Island and I leave my keys on Long Island, then I have to say who's, who's home. So they can let me in. See, that's so. one of the first things I did because we had kids and I didn't want to be carrying car seats and trying to get the mm -hmm. keys and try to, so I did the digital locks, but now they, 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 they advanced it to the point where you could unlock the door from your phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so if I've you have seen an elderly that. family oh, member okay. or someone that 
is it special needs that you could assist them from your phone? You know, the, the advancements wow. in locks and digital yeah. access for um, for your home is, is incredible. And that's probably good for, because sometimes people and using keys, yeah, like, you know, key, a key isn't, isn't that difficult of a technology, but sometimes people have trouble. Like, I can't get in. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that means you turn the keys the wrong way because the door opens easily. Yeah. Like, yes. turn the key the other way. So, yeah, because people will call, you know, I haven't had it in a while, but I've had people call me because they couldn't get in because they didn't know what. Or they, they had a good night out. And next thing yeah. you know, you got to change a whole lock. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had, I think it was January or February. I had some people, they were funny because they were from, they were from Ireland. Yeah. Wow. And the, and they would hang out every night. And the guy said, <laughs> and one night they couldn't get in. They were banging on the door. So the other people in the place don't know them. Mm-hmm. So I, I, so I said something to him. He's like, yes, we're from Ireland. This is our heritage. I was like, wow. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and, then, okay. and then I don't know about you. I've had some special tenants that were reporting things that you like scratch your head. Like, did that really happen? So now you put up cameras and everything in the house and you can see. And the moment we did that, oh, this woman flipped out. Now, now we're spying on her. I said, no, we want to make sure you're safe. You were reporting somebody's coming in. We're like, okay, now we can see. And the ring, it has the motion, the motion sensors. Mm-hmm. So you can tell what's going on in, in your house to keep your tenants safe and protect your investment. Yeah. Yeah, because some people are a little Special. extra. There's also this company, I forgot the name of the company, but the, uh, but I was mentioning it for someone else I know because they do a noise yeah. thing. So. If there's a if noise if the noise level gets too high it alerts you and then you can stop parties because some those are things that some people are concerned about yeah um because someone was complaining that there was noise in the building she's like there wasn't noise in the building I'm like well you get this you can navigate it you can tell yeah technology has made mm-hmm. some huge advancements so that you can be anywhere and manage your property easy yeah yeah you know and watch and see and you can tell when your tenants are not doing what they say they were supposed to do. <laughs> Or if they let extra people in, all, yeah, all that stuff. But I haven't heard that you can put a camera in it. And huh? You said to place cameras inside. I know that's no. specific case, but oh, um, okay. So when I mean a camera, we put it in the hallway. Oh, that's okay. Not that's something else. Yes, because she was saying someone was coming into the building that didn't no, no, belong. No, that's yeah. Yeah, no, no, no not not in the park, guys. The no, no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. We don't do that. Yeah, but yeah, um, but. There was a building that I had to do an appraisal for down by Pratt. And it had two floors and I want to say four, and they rented it out as bedrooms. And every bedroom had a bathroom. And he had a camera in every living room, kitchen, so that, but they were young. So you you got to monitor what these kids are doing in a place. And they all had bathrooms. I've never seen... It was like yeah. eight bathrooms, bedroom, bedroom, bathrooms. So they were they were renting rooms, but it was across the street from Pratt. So it was a co- it was like a dorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then it had like a pool room downstairs in the basement with a huge flat screen. And I said, yeah. And they were they were spending. He told me he was getting about twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a room. Wow. And then so you're talking eight rooms, maybe even nine. Let's open up a dorm. Yeah. <laughs> He was Airbnb and Pratt. Yeah, I know. I, I had talked to a friend in Harlem who said she she has, a, I think it's three family, and she um, rents out to students. Yeah. Did yeah. they change her CFO? N- no, I think she has, a, I think she, it, it's just a three family. So I think it was a, always a three family, but I just think she just split up the room. So she just rents out to students. And, and that's the thing. It was a three, it was either a two family or three family. It was not a single room occupancy, even though they rented rooms. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to SRO. No, you, you don't, don't want that. Yeah. No, not no. at all. That uh-uh. would that would diminish your returns on that property. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That. Yeah. But then you can't really control or always know, you know, whether they'll change it. You can get caught in overnight, and mm-hmm. things can change. You know what would be? I guess we'll talk about it. We have a break in a minute, yeah, but we, we, that's yeah. something that I want to talk about. Like, how would you prevent? Um, them, the city, to turn you over into an SRO, single room occupancy, um, and still be able to run your show without worrying. But then, obviously, I know that everything has to 
be on point and yes. run well in safety and you know non-hazardous and blah blah blah. Um, but then once there are the ways city gets in your control. business, it becomes a nightmare. Yeah, you want to keep them out. Of yes, it. you want to keep them out of your real estate. Yes, yeah. You, yeah. you have a lot. Yeah. You have more than one location, or one no? Location? I just I just have one location. But you um, have a great location. Yeah, I yeah. do have a great location, <laughs> and I used to run more actively. I, I technically, I guess, I'm still in charge, but I used to run the Upper Manhattan um, uh, Club for for people who did Airbnb. So yeah. I talked to a lot of different oh, people. Oh, so okay. you come from the experience. Yeah. Right, yeah, so I, yeah. With that being said, we're going to take a small, a short break. We're going to be right back and we're going to jump straight into owning an Airbnb. <clears throat> and we'll see when, you, when, we, when we get back. Looking to podcast show. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Welcome back, Chris and Nina podcast. Uh, it was a real short break. Yes, it was. I'm Chris. Nina. Enjoy. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Pump it up. All right. So we were, just in case if you missed the first half, we're in the middle of talking about owning an Airbnb. Joy owns an Airbnb building in Harlem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we were talking about the city getting into your business and we don't want them in our business when you own real estate and they, for whatever reason, get involved in your building. It's not a pleasant experience, right, Joy? Right, exactly. You don't want that to happen at all. So, and one of the things that I do to try to make that not happen and with other people is to um, advocate for fair uh, housing rules. Yes. So there's legislation that, and I forgot the number of legislation, at the state level that yeah. well i'll go to albany and advocate for it and um and hopefully now that that we have a relatively new mayor that yes. we can have some more fair rules in this in the city because yeah. they they really don't want us to to do they being the hotel lobby yes and then they the being yeah, the what Sorry. the hotel lobby tell us about hotel it lobbyists? yeah yeah the hotel lobby so the hotel lobby wants hotels to be the only people offering right. um you know, short-term rentals. Yes. So even though I use Airbnb now, I only do 30 days or more. Okay. So so if you do 28 days or less, or 29, 29 days or less, then okay. that's short-term. So that's a problem if you um, aren't staying in your unit in, uh, with the people. All right, so, so let's start from the beginning. Uh-huh. All right, so you bought your property in 2007. Mm-hmm. So you rented to, you rented, you have a, you have a three family, so you rented two apartments. Right. Right. So how many tenants did you have in the beginning? Like how did um So I had the uh someone a a couple of one person I knew on the top floor, okay. and then I rented to someone else on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And then there was turnover on the second floor, and then the person on the third floor lost her mind, decided she didn't want to pay me. And I knew her, right? And then one of the people, I rented out a room to a friend. Mm-hmm. He lost his mind. He decided he didn't want to pay. <laughs> one by and one. Then, yeah. And then, so I had to evict the person on the top floor. The person on the middle floor lost her job. She thought she could quit and collect unemployment. Mm. It didn't work like that. Yeah, have to fire you. Yeah. So um, then she she left and she so she owed me money and then so this didn't happen all at the same time even gotcha. though it sort of overlapped and then the last person was someone who was living in my unit because I was back and forth from I used to work at at ESPN so I was back and forth in Connecticut oh yes back and forth yeah so so um, yeah so I had to evict him too <laughs> so the people who I had to evict all Ooh. together owe me about thirty thousand dollars wow. wow. So that's how I decided. So then when I left my full-time job to be in New York city, the full, the, you know, full-time and I was working on, um, starting a business. Yeah. And then I decided that 
I should look into um, Airbnb because the new tenants on the on the top floor they had re-signed a lease. So they were there for a couple of years and they re-signed a lease. Mm-hmm. And then the guy got another job. So he had signed the lease in February. And then by August, he wanted to cancel the lease. So my friend's like, well, you can um, do Airbnb. So that's how I started. Ah, so okay. yeah, So I, I had listed on Airbnb and uh, VRBO and Verbo, as they call it now. And then, but most of my people come from Airbnb. So, so okay. So mm-hmm. let's say I have a, actually I do. I have a two-family mm-hmm. and I have an apartment. What would be the steps for me to register that apartment for Airbnb? I would have to go on the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just go on the website, um, make a description about the department apartment, take pictures of it, and just upload it. That so as a, as, a, as a host, yeah, it's easy. And then Airbnb takes 3%, okay. which is to me is like the transaction fee. Because if you're doing a credit card, yeah. it's 2.9 right. for most things. And then, um, you know, you're following their guidelines. I probably haven't read the most updated terms of service. So you read all Does of that. It change? Yeah. It yeah. And then, um, yeah, so it's, it's easy. It's the, the barrier to entry is just how much time does it take you to take pictures of your place? But overall right. it's 30 and up. Well, so it's, so it depends on what you, what you have. So there are tons of people who still rent out their unit for less than 30 days. Okay. And, um, is that even an option if it's not allowed? They just get they still get the option to do that? Um I haven't tried to book it that way, but if you book it for less than 30 days, they give certain information to the city. Right. Got so it. the city should be able to find. But if you live in the unit, like you physically live in the unit, because some people want to rent out um a bed. Yeah, yeah, or they give people access to the entire apartment, right? <laughs> oh, I heard yesterday a a couch. Well, because that's how it started, right? Because the um the the founders of they they were basically couch surfing, so mm. and oh, they were, wow. yeah, so they were basically doing that. So there are people who rent out some, don't rent out the whole unit. Wait, did you did you see the video I posted on Instagram of um there's people who rent out um on Brooklyn like a um like where the boats uh they rent out like these little like. They're not even studio. They're not apartments. They're like um, metal um containers. To sleep, really? to live in, yeah, right on the water, like on, like near the Brooklyn Bridge, near the docks. Are they attracted? like loading like, docks? Like they're renting that out now. Yeah, you got to check on Instagram. Check my Instagram, guys, on Kristen. Not my our Instagram, or Kristen Nita Podcast Instagram. But he has water bathroom, and they're renting it like like Airbnb. They're not doing it. They're not leasing it. It's just for like a week or two weeks. And it's right on the water, has a a shower, has heat, has everything. And then you can go to the farmer's market, which is right right outside. That's interesting. I'll have to check that out. That's very interesting. Yes, it's it's very interesting. It's it's a brand new world. Mm -hmm. People will rent anything. anything. So I also saw something that, that people were renting, I guess not in the city, but they're renting out pools. So oh, that I it. heard, yeah. So yeah. people rent out anything. In our uh, neighborhood, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I was Someone to... came to me and asked me if I... No. Yeah, I keep trying to bring my kids. You don't answer my calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. Funny, that's funny. So, but the technical rules are if you live in the apartment, yeah. then you can have uh, people live in the apartment with, with you. Yeah. Right? Oh, so okay. For less, than 30, for less than 30 days. So that's the technical rule. Um, so we're trying to get rules that make it fair and equitable. Yes. So the complaints that people have sometimes are kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like people say, uh, uh, there's strangers in my building. Well, I live in a three family building. My sisters are there. Sometimes we don't see the people. So it doesn't, you know, like you don't know everybody. Mm -hmm. And if you live in a larger building, I don't know that you travel at the same time of other people that you would see them all the time. You wouldn't know them. So one woman, I went to one thing and she was like, I look out the, out the window, out the peephole and I see different people. I'm like, who does that? You, you, and who says you're going to know everybody that lives in your building? Cause you're just not going to see them. I just think that people have an unrealistic expectation, yeah. but worse mm-hmm. than short-term people are long-term people who don't pay and who are obnoxious and who do not take care of, yeah, the, of the, the property. Apartment. Yeah. Those are, those are worse. Bad neighbors. Um, I remember before the, the, people on two left, mm-hmm. the woman had her grandsons and then they were on the roof, which you should not be on the roof. So yeah. my next door neighbor was complaining that they were on the roof. I said, they're moving out tomorrow. So I like they're mm-hmm. moving out. 
So he just really wanted to complain about it. I'm like, yeah, they're moving out tomorrow, so we'll be done with them. Okay. Because I can't. It's harder to stop people who have longer-term leases because, if, as you know, New York is tenant-friendly. Yes, very, yeah. very, very tenant-friendly. Tenant yeah. yes. So the thing with short-term rental is you don't have that issue. So, and then when you, it, as much, I'm sure there are people who probably abuse that, but as much. And then when I rent on longer term, especially if we're renting for people who, who we know that they're going some, they're going back home or whatever, right. then it's easier to, um, to screen people. And it's easier when Airbnb is collecting the funds uh, and that's the process. Mm -hmm. So, and then there's some insurance through that. Now, have you ever had any famous people, any musicians, artists, no. stars, any celebrities stay in your area? No, no. Would you even know? Would you be able to tell? I don't think she'd even be. Well, able you know, there could have been some stars and famous people that I haven't seen because there are some people that I haven't seen. Like the because they wouldn't book for them. It would be it would be a company, so you would have to like you would have to just see. Yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some people who I've never seen the entire time they were there. So the last people, so I'm back and forth, like I said, to Long Island sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you know, um, there was there there was a guy a couple of renters ago who, and he stayed for a long time because he had been he had come from um, he was on tour in Africa. He's a he was a, a dancer and a choreographer, a filmmaker. Nice. And and my, and my youngest sister is uh, she's a an actress. So I'm like, oh, you need to connect with him. So it took her months to see him. I'm like, have you seen him yet? She's like, no. So she finally <laughs> saw him. So they ne they never saw each other in the building. So in the last wow. people who left, they were there for a month. I never saw them. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I don't want to see my tenants. Yeah, I just want to see. I just want to see the checks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but, but now that they're going to move in with you, since you're going to rent it for less than thirty days, you'll be able to live with them. And that yes. them. Yeah, and then now because of COVID, everybody working from home. It's a whole. But I still don't see world. the people. Oh, you still do? Yeah, I can hear. So I can hear them when they're over overhead. Like I know they're there. I don't see them. Sometimes I'll go to the door when they're coming down to say hello or something, but. I don't see, you know, and there's no pets or anything with um there's there's no pets but you if you have pets or you want a pet friendly place you can have pets that's one of the things on the last thing that i looked at things people are looking for pet friendly so mm -hmm. i don't do pets because i don't particularly want to clean up after pets gotcha. but also if the other people have allergies then you have to really make sure that you've done oh. done that for and the then you have people. to really clean it thoroughly too yeah. for the next yeah, yeah so i'm not i've had i've had people that had like service animals mm -hmm. but um no, no pets. So now, okay, so you rent out Airbnb. They they book it for, uh, uh, let's say, a week. Afterwards, do you hire a service to come clean and re, re, just reorganize the apartment? So different phases, I've done different things. So mm -hmm. there was a, a time where Airbnb, it was easy on the Airbnb platform to book. Um, I think it was Handy. So I booked Handy through there, and then okay. I booked uh, other people off the, off the platform to clean. But right now, so it's less frequent. My younger sister cleans. I pay her to clean. If she if she can't clean, my kids are good. My yeah, my other sister cleans, or I have a friend. I'm like, can you go clean? So I just pay yeah. them. So and and if all else fails, I'll clean if I'm here. So it is mostly passive. Like mostly, I don't have to do anything. Okay. Um, you know, she'll tell me like, you need new sheets. You need new this. You need whatever. Because in some of the some of the apartments I'll go in, like I haven't been into them in a really long time. Okay. So yeah, because I'll have like I have a long term person coming on on the on the third floor because people were talking recession. So I was like, well, maybe I'll get a one long term tenant in case what they're talking about is real. Mm, and then, um, smart. And that's the other thing. Like you can do short term or you can do longer term. You can do whatever you want. So it's it's up to you. And like Airbnb makes suggestions on pricing, which I usually ignore, and then. Mm. Because you know how neighborhood is, it's block to block. So the, their pricing, I'm like, that's not for my block. So I just do some other pricing. Okay. Higher, then, higher. So yeah. you can, mm -hmm. oh, so you can, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know you can change your rates. Yeah, and... you're responsible for your rates. Oh, that's awesome. So I, yeah, so I'll look at what they're suggesting and then directionally I'll look mm -hmm. at it. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And then because all they're really for the um, short term. Yeah. So I put in a rate and then I discount it for a month. Yeah. So if I go to the their rate, it just wouldn't make sense. So yeah. And now what about furniture and, and appliances? Has anybody had any wild parties and tore up your floor or any kind of damages? Any no tore up a floor. Someone did break a bed. But I thought the bed was going to, you know, those pull out couches, mm -hmm. you know, I thought it was going to break at some point. I'm anyway, laughing because did you hear the moment when it broke? <laughs> Fortunately, I did not. 
But one of the reasons I knew they broke because they they bought an air mattress. I was like, this is interesting. Mm. So then I sort of repaired the bed, but I didn't. And then when I changed, because at that time I think I would let six people stay. Yeah. Which I don't really do that anymore. And also, it's like a technically according to the rules, you can't have more than three people living in a unit gotcha. that aren't related and has nothing to do with short term. That's just what's on the books. Gotcha. So there are a lot of people living in apartments that are technically illegal. Like there'll be four people and they're not related, but that's technically illegal. What so about just, three couples in each bedroom? Mm, well, I guess that would be technically probably illegal. I mean, the tech, technicality of it is, and that's what the city does, right? Today, they, they don't, there's some rules they don't um, adhere to, they don't enforce, but they can wake up tomorrow and decide they're enforcing them. Uh, when they don't like you. Yeah, when they don't like you. <laughs> you cross the wrong person. Or they decide, oh, we can make a lot of money this way. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing with them not making the weird, the, the rules clear to people yes. is like, this is an enforcement and this is a way for them to make money. So it's like, we're going to make money because if I go write you tickets, then. we're going to, you know, you're, you're going to make money. So, so have you ever had any encounters with the city? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have. So it, I, I have because... And I think part of it is because that I'm really vocal about it. So really the first thing that happens is I, I called, yeah, I called, they had a hearing. Um, and I forgot what year, but they had a hearing. And then I called to find out how they were going to um, enforce the new rules, how, yeah. what they were going to do. So I called and that was the end of February and the Ides of March was March 15th. The Office of Special Enforcement showed up at my door. Wow. So, you know, yeah. I didn't let them in. Because yeah. what they do is they write tickets from the top to the bottom on anything. And and other things, they give you a chance to rectify it. But yes. this, they don't. They Like, if they write you a ticket, you end up coming to court and they end up winning because they use laws and old codes. There's a lot of old codes. They know what they're doing. Um, so, so I went to court. And when I came back, I got one thing in the mail that said something was dismissed. And I didn't yeah. get something on the other thing because there were, like, four tickets. So I thought I had – I was – you know, free on them. And then mm-hmm. they came to my door again and like, no, you didn't respond to this and you didn't read this. And it's your responsibility to yes. find out what happened. I was yes. like, guys, I'm just sitting here. And instead of saying, okay, you can fix it. We're going to take me to court again. So I owe them a lot of money for which I'm not wow. paying them. Wow. I'm not, I haven't paid them at this point. So, you know, we'll see that's what happens. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. And you probably don't have to pay them until you sell the building. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, I mean, and if, if you don't, if you decide to, yeah, like, or like, or eight years, it should drop off. Yeah, from the duck a day, blah blah blah. Yeah, so and that's the thing, right? So if they have someone else trying to give you money, you pay them a little bit, then that's the new date. That's the new date for your eight years to not. So really, what I'm, I have a new um, councilwoman, mm-hmm. so I need to talk to her about like this is not fair. This is this is what happens, and then let's see if we can get this reduced. So yeah, it's not wow. fair. Yeah, because if to if I were to sell or to refinance or whatever, then they would have to be paid. Yeah, that's the that's the only hindrance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's yeah, but I don't trust them, so you yeah. know, we try to try to get that off of me. I I, I don't trust the city at all. Tell yeah. me, do you have a different uh, or specific type of insurance for that, or just it's a normal three? So because I because I do thirty days or more, mm-hmm. I have regular insurance. So, and when I first started, this wasn't a a big of a deal. So, but now like in my, in my thing now, it says in this, the latest insurance, it says that you can't do short-term rental. But Mm. the first, first time I had insurance, it didn't say that. Right. So I think other people are trying to catch up. Yeah. There are policies that, that deal with short-term rental so that people can um, not have these issues. So now, do you, I know you speak in different platforms about mm-hmm. this. Have you tried to create some kind of union or some kind of support group? Because I, I know you're not the only one that is facing these issues yeah. when it comes to the city. So we we did a lot of, we formed, me and some other uh, hosts yes. that were responsible for the, the um, home sharers clubs in their areas. We formed yes. a home sharing association. That's what we call home sharing association of America. But during COVID, all of us became really less involved in that. And then um, one person unfortunately had passed during COVID. And another person moved to in New the Jersey. Building? No, just one of the, the one of the leaders in the oh, group. Okay, okay, so okay. he was actually the president of the group. Oh, 
So we we wow. just have we haven't been doing it. We used to have a lot of events, gather people in our. Own. There was a person from every borough, yeah, and except Staten Island, there was a person from every borough, and then <laughs> <Staten Island. laughs> and there are people who do uh, rentals in Staten Island. And then we would get people together. We would get we would you know partner with Airbnb sometimes and go to to um, Albany or go to City yeah. Hall and and speak on different things. Um, you know, because I, I would imagine Airbnb would have to back you in in, in, in this issue with the city as well. Yeah, so, they have. They're they're, 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 pretty, yeah. they're relatively supportive in in that. Um, they you know of course I would like them to be much more organized in 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 that and and in the effort, but. And I'm sure they do more than I know on, yes. on it, uh, but yeah, they they have helped us get to get together, and get together with people, and um, we do, have just been doing it differently yeah. since since COVID started. It's been really on the back back burner, and then as we transition with with Mayor Adams, so we were on our own. Some of us are trying to meet with him and have a discussion to, to see where he's thinking mm -hmm. and how we think it can be helpful. Because a lot of the things that we talk about, because a lot of the people that I know who are doing it, especially are, are black and brown people, when we talk about that, you know, there were places we couldn't stay in hotels. We've always shared spaces yeah. um, because that's what we that's what we could Feel do. That's all. Yeah, and that's all we could do. We couldn't stay in other places. So it is. we have a history of doing that, and people are doing that because they are trying to save themselves in, in spaces. The arg one of the arguments is it's making some people rich. So the last time the um, com commissioner or executive director, I think it is, of the Office of Special Enforcement, he talked about there's um, it, it's happening more in areas that are gentrifying, but he didn't yeah. know whether those were the people who were trying to stay there or more people moving in. Okay. So if you know what it is, then let's figure that out. Because if it's the people, because the people I know who are doing it largely, I'm in Harlem, but largely, and, and I my street is really, um, mixed, right? It's ethnically diverse, but the people who I know who are doing Airbnb are all black. So if they and they've lived in the neighborhood for a while, so if you're talking about people who are trying to stay in their homes, yeah. then that's a different conversation than trying to make it like this evil villain. And the other thing that people will talk about is that that people are making less if they're black, as if they care about us. So we're making less. You're black. You're making less than the white person doing Airbnb. So you don't want us to make anything when we all know mm. that people make less. Houses get sold for less because people are black. If you can discern that, so we we know we know these things happen already, um, but instead of trying to fix it, they want to blame Airbnb. And Air, Airbnb is not the problem. Didn't cause the racism that we experience. Those are mm. from the people. So those are those are some of the major arguments that they that they make. Well, um, at Fiber Realty, we deal with a lot of landlords, mm -hmm. and we have a lot of properties and work with a lot of land. We don't do necessary rentals, but some of our buyers can look at Airbnb as an option to maybe take a couple of units in a three-family or four-family and convert that to an Airbnb, or maybe, like you said, one long-term, one short-term. It's a, it's a great way to diversify income for your investment. And so that's why we re we're revisiting this subject, this topic. Um, last week we covered if we ever stayed, like, you know, I, I, I sent my family away during COVID. It's like, hey, Airbnb, don't know hotel. I don't want you to get sick. I don't want you to live. So that's that was my first experience. Mm -hmm. And so now having you here today, someone that has actually made real money um, through Airbnb, and it sounds like an awesome, like, it sounds like a great, flexible way to transform your property if you can do it. Mm -hmm. And even if you can't do short term, because yeah. I do, I'm pretty booked yeah. and I do um, longer term. So our, our medium term. So it could be traveling nurses. I'll do um, professors on sabbatical. Okay. Sometimes people come because they're visiting their family uh, and there's no place for them to stay or people that just had um, babies. They'll come They're They're from oh. out of town. So they'll stay and they'll, they'll come visit their family. So it's a variety of people. Some people are moving to the, to the city and they need a place to stay before their place is ready or before they buy a place. So even even with that, I don't really have many days available. Um, now I have more people looking for longer term. So it's a, a debate for me whether to do it or not. Because right they, now- And they direct deposit, right? They don't even get, they send you checks or is it direct yeah, deposit? It's a, it's, um, yeah. yeah, well, so they're paying on the Airbnb platform. They're paying Airbnb, and then Airbnb is paying me. Because gotcha. Airbnb on the on the side of the um, the guest, 
Yeah. So Airbnb, they pay the fee that I charge and then an Airbnb markup, right? So, so Airbnb makes money on both sides of the transaction. Mm -hmm. So if I do it on some other platform, it might be a little different, gotcha. but yeah, so I don't, I haven't collected a check. It's, you know, and Airbnb sends you a notice. It's going to be in your deposit, your bank within blah, 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 blah. Then you gotcha. know, just look for the money. And you mentioned another company that you're using other than Airbnb. Well, so, uh, Verbo, VRBO. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't had any bookings on them in a while, but you might see some more commercials because they're advertising more now and they advertise about whole homes. So they only do whole homes oh. and they were here so before Air, Airbnb. So they, yeah. So it's, it's just you. That's their campaign. Basically it's just you. So I haven't, I haven't had anything hit on there in a while and probably because I haven't been paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, because all of these things, you know, you need to nurture them a little. And then I do some other things like I have sabbatical homes, but I, I'll have people call me and sabbatical homes really are professors looking for, for, um, rentals. And then because some of my friends have some references for traveling nurses, yeah, they'll refer the traveling nurses to me. I'm not on any traveling nurses sites. I'm not as close. I'm close to Harlem hospital. I'm not as close as some other people are to some other hospitals. Gotcha. So I, I've, and I've had some traveling nurses find me through Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So, okay. and usually they're, they're good. The, the, um, you know, the, the, the professors on sabbatical are probably, you know, if you're looking for price sensitive people, they're less price sensitive. You know, people ask you for a discount. Okay. Um, yeah, I try not to give discounts. All right. Very cool. <laughs> who, who wants to Inspiring. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about the people who get discounts, sometimes people ask, but the most annoying people have been the people who have discounts. Yes, for mm. sure. Yeah. And then no good deed goes unpunished, yeah. mm -hmm. falls under that it was, category. It's funny. I was talking to somebody like, oh, I can't stay in the Airbnb. They don't have, um, like, you know, hotels have services where they bring you oh, food yeah. and they, you can't. I was like, you can hire a chef. Cause you can have a whole kitchen. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, and you know, what about kitchen. food, DoorDash, and all that? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you're right. Like it's just, I was just like, who needs that in New York? Yeah. yeah, and it depends on where you go. So sometimes I'll go. Like I went to a conference in Baltimore, and I stayed in the Airbnb. Mm -hmm. But I went to an uh, something in Orlando. I stayed in a hotel. Just and really, that was mm -hmm. one of the reasons I stayed in a hotel was it was another conference, and it was. Uh, I needed I needed transportation back and forth from the hotel, right? And I couldn't get a rental car, so I didn't need to. I didn't. I'm like there were no rental cars to be had, so I knew that I was on the bus route at the hotel, so it was just okay. easier. So yeah, so I made a decision on really what I need because I wasn't going to be in the place either way because mm -hmm. I really was going to rent a uh, Airbnb, but no cars. So Nina, were you Airbnb any place in any any of your properties? Would you? think about doing that as a alternative? Um, I have an apartment up there in um, Harlem. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm allowed to do Airbnb, you know, because some of those condo buildings, oh, yeah. yes, they the don't rules. allow. But I do have another house that I'm managing mm -hmm. in Queens. It's a whole house. So would you recommend me going to Verbo? Um, well, I think you, you, I would put it on both. And look at where the traffic's coming from and see what's happening. Because in the beginning, because people were saying, who are you getting? I think just some people, are, there's a level of familiarity with each. And then what's happening with the marketing? Because now, now Verbo is really doing that. And would you say that as soon as I put it up for 30 days or more, I'll get booked? Because it's summertime? Or it doesn't necessarily mean... So I'm, I'm not sure how long mine was up before it got booked. But you, you get some preference because you're a new listing, so you'll get a little higher priority so people can see it. Yeah. And then there are ways of people adding comments if you want to add comments on there. So the first people I got, actually, they had a problem with another unit, mm -hmm. and then they booked me as the replacement unit. And they were good first guests because they gave me feedback, and they not that I asked them for it. But that's which awesome. I, but I should have asked them for it. So they gave me feedback, and then I kept in touch with them for a while. Um, so yeah, so they were, they were the first, the first guests. So in the beginning, sometimes people do things that they're priced a little lower, but also, you know, as Airbnb has gone, there's, they've changed a little, so you can get a link for you, for your property. You can promote it yourself if you want to do that also. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, so you can promote. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to definitely, uh, yeah. thank you for sharing and, your uh, wisdom. Yeah. Reach out for help for both. 
Yes. Meditation yes. and Yes. Well, it's come that point where we're at, we're at the end of the show. Um, yes. Thank you so much, Joy, for being our guest. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, Yes, we learned a lot from you today. Yes, I really did yes, learn a this lot. This was an awesome experience. I love it. I yes. love to learn. Yes. So cool. Um, well, looking forward, maybe yes, in the future we, again. How can um, our audience yeah. reach you if they have any questions or want to follow up about sure. maybe turning We'll take building? a photo together and post it on Instagram with all her information. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people will have all your information. Right. Yeah. And okay. also check out Chris underscore Nina underscore real estate podcast. Please follow and I follow back. Um, well, we will follow back. It's ours, but yes, I, I and we'll post our information, like I yes, said. Yes, we'll post our information. And um, thank you for tuning. Yeah. Um, any last words you want to say? Anything? Um, no, I'm uh, <laughs> looking forward to next week. It's yes. fun, it's always fun to be here. So, yes. hopefully, you'll be here too. And that's it. Enjoy your night. Thanks, All Joy, right. for being here. Have again. A good night. Thank God you. bless. Okay, bye. bye.